What's up ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecreport.com. At thecreport.com you can get more information on The C Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecreport.com, that's www.thecreport.com, and be sure to follow us on our social medias, Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clouthub, and Hill.net. Hey there, America. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everyone doing out there today? I hope you guys are doing great. Apologies if I'm coming just a little bit late. You know, actually, I was actually, I did a little bit better on time than I thought I was going to do this afternoon. Uh, in spite of the fact that scarce things are. Are you ready? I hope you are, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome on in to another edition of The C Report. I am your host, Mr. C, as ever, and uh, it's great to be here with you guys again today. It is it is December 9th. It is a Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So we made it to the mythological Friday of yore, of the days of yore, ladies and gentlemen. Do you remember those days of yore? You know, your days when you were like, ooh, thank God, it's Friday. And then, you know, all of a sudden, your... Uh, everyday norm was just busted up right and then you had the new norm and it was like well who cares if it's friday you know because we had a plague upon humanity ladies and gentlemen and with that plague came much apathy towards life i mean a study show ladies and gentlemen i'm not saying that's where i am okay <laughs> but studies show Ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, scarce, uh, scarce, a uh, scarce, a topic here. Not that it's intentional, you know, it's just, you know, I've got other things to talk about, you know, can't always talk about the COVID thing. I think a lot of people understand exactly what that was, you know, but um, tonight's topic is not COVID, obviously. I mean, uh, the flag of Arizona still flies behind me, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, well, 2022 was just, you know, still stolen, even though it was a day uh, past yesterday to the month that it had occurred, that um, crime <clears throat> that seems to have foregone the minds of many. But, you know, it's OK, ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. It's Friday. We have our Twitch channel set to just chatting. I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to um, have coaxed those individuals over there into thinking that I'm not just going to be chatting, but we're just chatting. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's the C Report. I am your host, Mr. C, in case you didn't know. Uh, so uh, for tonight, uh, well, well, you know, Twitter files, uh, they're a dropping. So, uh, you know, in, in line with the zeitgeist and our 
dark overlords. We will be reviewing the newest drops from Mr. Taibi here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure they're of great import. They deal with the president, ladies and gentlemen, in case you hadn't heard. Some 60-something drops. What a marathon they are going to be putting us on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It will be the talk of the town, as Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders used to say. The talk of the town, right? And uh, I guess that's just the way it's meant to be, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? It's far more important, ladies and gentlemen, than the theft and the outright criminality that took place in 2022 and 2021 and 2020, as we've discussed. You know, actually, you know, I was surprised I did good on the time tonight because... Um, <clears throat> well, you know, I was just, uh, playing with some new video software and then, you know, working on some new things and promos and stuff for the C report, but doing it over in the land of the screw tube. And uh, those of you on my truth socials, you guys might've seen some of those. I dropped them over there at the truth social, the little videos, I would play them here, but, and eh, it's tacky. Um, you can go see it at truth social or, uh, there's a YouTube now associated with this, uh, um, um outfit. Uh, we'll see how long it lasts. Uh, the latest one that I, well, not the latest one. The latest one was a promo for the show, but no, the other, latest one, which was also a promo. Well, they're all promos for the show. But no, 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 no. It was actually featuring a new story, a new story. It was featuring a new story from um, 2021 about the stolen election, specifically in New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen, to all my New Jersey peeps. I hope you guys are doing well out there on this Friday night. Um, but yeah, that's what that was all about. Uh, and, uh, well, needless to say, ladies and gentlemen, I just thought I would uh, test the waters there. You know, I need to see I need to see exactly how strict the boundaries are uh, over in those um, dark and uh, desperate lands of your not your desperate lands, but, you know, YouTube. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, I'm expecting to get a strike on this video. Honestly, I am expecting to get a strike. So uh, we'll see what happens. If you'd like to see the video, well, just go over to my truth social. I don't I don't have it on this screen. I thought I did. Uh, but the truth social is a uh, uh, MR CTV underscore, right? It took me a minute because I would prefer it to have been MR underscore CTV, but you know what? That's an entirely different story, ladies and gentlemen. And we're not going to get into that tonight, are we? Truth social? No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> so, with that said, guys, um, what else do we got going? Oh, yeah. So, I was doing that betwixt uh, this uh, show and Lone Star State News, head on over to Lone Star State News, catch that replay. I was having fun, uh, poking fun at John Scott, the Secretary of State. I'm not going to be able to poke fun at him for too much longer because uh, the man's already resigned. So as of what, December 31st, 2022, John Scott's going to ride off into the sunset. I won't be able to poke fun at him anymore. You know, we'll have to poke fun at uh, Jane Nelson instead, I guess. But, you know, she doesn't look like she's going to be very fun to poke at, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
she does not look like she's going to be very fun to poke at. But uh, you know what? That could be a good thing. If she's not fun to poke at, it could, it could quite well mean, ladies and gentlemen, that she is doing her job. And I don't want to poke someone who's doing her job. But uh, I got to keep on looking into this woman, you know? And uh, we'll do that. But, you know, go back and check out this afternoon's episode of Lone Star State News if you are a Texan or if it just sounds interesting to you. Uh, we ta I talked a little bit about uh, how the uh, Secretary of State's office in Texas is broken. You know, if you've been a viewer of this channel for any time, you know, that's something I tend to talk about every now and then, particularly in Texas. But, you know. There are plenty of secretaries of state's office throughout this nation that we could talk about. Yeah, Idaho is going to be interesting coming up, I'm sure, this legislative season, ladies and gentlemen. But greater Idaho, Idaho, greater Idaho. Which Idaho is it going to be? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. To be quite frank, I don't know. Okay. So anyways, guys. So for tonight, uh, we're going to do some of the Twitter stuff, right? Because it was what, again... Um, I guess this would be the third drop. I don't know. Uh, I read this. I don't remember where I read it. You know, I really need to remember to save all these things. But, you know, an article or I don't know what it was. I, you know, I really don't know. I couldn't tell you if it was an article. I couldn't tell you if it was a truth. I couldn't tell you if it was a tweet. I couldn't tell you if it was a video. I couldn't tell you if it was a podcast. I couldn't tell you. couldn't tell you what it was. I couldn't tell you if it was a dream. I couldn't tell you if it's something that came up from down below and crept right on up and said hello, you know. But, um. I can tell you, I could telegraph this uh, uh, memory to you guys, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, going on about control of the news cycle. And people were pissed off. They were like, no, they're like, tell him to stop it. They're <laughs> They're like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna crap all over, right? This is what they were saying. If you're gonna crap all over the current uh, illegitimate administration, and you're gonna bust everything wide open about, you know, the Democrat Party and big tech and, uh, you know, federal agencies, we want you to do it all right now. This very instant, on this very day, at this very hour, all of it to drop your load pronto. You know, uh, oh, and, and uh, as 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 I tell this story, ladies and gentlemen, why don't you uh, do yourself a favor and think about the elections of 2022 as a news topic, okay? And think about the Twitter files as a news topic, right? And the mainstream media is saying about the Twitter files, we want this story dropped stat pronto right now, 100%. We want it dropped, all of it. Drop all of it, Elon. Drop it now. Don't don't you take three months to do it. You do everything now so we can memory hole it with 5,000 other stories. Oh, wait, they did that to the elections of 2022, too, didn't they? Right. They're like, memory hole it. Memory hole it. You know what? You know, I, I've said this on my channel for weeks, not just a week. Weeks. OK, weeks. All right. It wasn't just an epiphany I had over the weekend. It's something that I've been talking about here on the channel for weeks, okay? Memory holding these elections, okay? And, and here we have the prime example where mainstream, lamestream, shamestream, fake news, mockingbird, media, propaganda press, it's a legacy press. You know, they want 
Elon to drop his load and walk away. Go, go, drop your load and wash your hands, Elon, so we can memory hold your story with 5,000 other stories. And no one will ever care and no one will ever remember because no one was paying attention because we had 5,000 other stories happening. Exactly what happened with our elections, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Who's paying attention to the zeitgeist right now, ladies and gentlemen? Who's watching the watchers? There are not many people watching the watchers. The ones who are getting led around by their nose, right? They're getting led around by their nose. We're still going to talk about the Elon stuff tonight. I mean, it's uh, I, tonight something. Okay. Tonight's Elon stuff is about the president, our current sitting duly elected, right? Um, how would you say that? Uh, taken out of office, uh, kept from office, st uh, you could stolen away from office. Yeah. But you know, how do you, how do you put that in terms that relate to that context? You know, um, so yeah, duly elected president. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about what through the Elon files, exactly how they kept President Trump out or something like that. Something to that. Something to that. Uh, just to appease my dark overlord, Elon. Let us talk about the Elon files, right? Do you want me to put on the uh, the little bail thing on my chest too, right? <laughs> hey, Elon, my mom's pretty wicked when she wants to be too. Ah, just kidding. No, I love my mama. No, we used to, you know, it, it's so funny. Okay, people would laugh, right? People would laugh, right? <laughs> no, 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 people wouldn't laugh. No, 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 people wouldn't laugh. Okay, <laughs> some people in my family would laugh. You know what? Never mind. We're not going there, okay? We're not <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. I don't know what's going on over anywhere anymore. Hold on. Let me uh, check everything out, guys. Let me uh, Let me check my battery. Ladies and gentlemen, let me check my battery. It's Friday night. It's Friday night, and we're feeling all right here at the Sea Report. I hope you guys are feeling good wherever you are at as well on this Friday noche. All right. Good evening, Pilled friends. Good evening, Rumble friends. Good evening, Twitch friends. Odyssey friends also. What is tonight's going to be? Yes, there's more. There is more. There is more. There is more Twitter files. Twitter files. So we're going to keep up with the zeitgeist tonight again, ladies and gentlemen, because that's, I mean, apparently what our dark overlord wants. <laughs> uh, our dark overlord wants us to keep up with the zeitgeist. So we will. And, uh, you know, we're going to attempt to catch up with Conic again tonight again as well. Um, good stuff before just, you know is no longer available to me. I don't want that to happen. So uh, I hope I hope all is well in the land of uh, everything nice and green. But, you know, uh, there was something else that was going on as well. Um, besides the fact that I was making all these, I was doing these promos during the, between the shows and working on some other things for things. And uh Yes, there are a few statements from President Trump today. Uh, there was something I was going to share with you guys. Um, 
I was, uh, how you say, going to share it on Lone Star State News as well. But you know what? We got to talking about the Secretary of Snakes over there. And that just, you know, kind of ate up the time. And I think dually so, you know. Uh, there's some topics here that I wanted to share with you guys that I thought were actually, it was actually kind of relevant because I went back and I was like, um, uh, considering some of the things we talked about yesterday, you know, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. You know, cause remember guys, we were talking about, uh, I was talking about my mama again. I guess that's why she's coming up again today. Cause we just talked about her yesterday. Okay. The buck stops with me. Um, uh, but no, ladies and gentlemen, not about my mama, not about tonight, not about right now. Okay. Uh, he, he, he. Um, uh, what we were going to say was, um, oh, that's why it's coming up now. Because, okay. So yesterday when I was talking to you guys, I was talking to you guys about President Trump and the Constitution, if I'm not mistaken, and I haven't forgotten forever. And then what was the other one that I was talking to you guys? Oh, the North Carolina incident. Okay. So then today I was watching, uh, I was watching something online and, um, it actually was right on with these topics I thought was rather funny. And so it's like, you know, what? I think I'm going to share it with the audience because, you know, it was like right in line with what we were talking about. I just thought it was too much of a coincidence, but not a coincidence at the same time. And so I don't know, like, hold on, let me see real quick. And then, yes, we'll get into some news, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, what else are we going to do? We're also going to God, I don't even know if I have this anymore. Oh, you know why I was watching it? It was because the title of the show was How Elon Musk Saved the Republic. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Let me see what this is all about. Now, I don't even have the spot saved anymore. I'll have to see if I can find it. But uh if I can do that, uh, that would be absolutely interesting. Uh, let's see here. And then we'll get into uh, what was the other topic uh, that we we're going to talk about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I could play this. I don't think you guys would hear it anyway. So hold on. Oh. Yeah, no, we're not going to play. We ain't going to pay no $21 to go to lunch, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I don't think this is going to work. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> okay, you know what? Hold on. I know. There was nothing was prepared. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We'll do this. We'll do it another way. How dare you? Okay. That's not going to do it. All right. Is this going to do it? This might do it. Hold the door, ladies and gentlemen. No, this is not it. Okay, that's not it either. All right. Well, you know what? It was just, it was an interesting little, it was an interesting conversation. Okay. It was just about, uh, you know, it was, it was making me think, don't succumb to the dark side. Okay. You know, just because you know, the dark side says that you should hate Trump right now because that's what's popular. I mean, think about the Constitution thing, guys. You know, I know that was days removed, but think about it. Think about the Constitution thing. I mean, think about how stupid they were 
thinking you are. And then think about the Republicans and the conservatives that went along with that narrative, okay? Or the ones that go along with that narrative, you know? And it's kind of like, whose side are you on? Because you know what? You're going along to get along with the tide or the current. Where Where is your sense of integrity? Where is your sense of honor? You know, why do you think it's okay to turn? And why do you think that people are going to follow you? Why do you think that people will believe you? Why do you think, you know, now what I could say is, you know, as this Overton, this, it's, this is like a micro Overton window, right? Like they're throwing out these like little, like, uh, what do you call it? They're throwing out all these little wrap smear, wrap up smear campaigns. Yeah, I know the real definitions dealing with the law and with, you know, uh, journalism and, and stuff like that in the media. But like, um, you know, if you want to use as a the type of example of what they're doing, right. And they just keep throwing out all these little things that attack president Trump and demoralize him. And every, every time they throw something out they move their they move their little their little uh, uh, opposition against him more and more and more like they keep the every time they throw something out in the media bam they move their opposition again further they throw something out in the media bam they move their opposition again further so much so that this time by the time we get to 2024 every single person's going to be opposing him everyone from Tulsi Gabbard to like everyone at Fox to like everyone in the Republican party to every single influencer out there to everyone's going to be opposing him by 2024 the more they do this bam 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 the more they don't get him and the more he doesn't go down the more they're going to keep on forcing and forcing and forcing because you know that's why all of these traders are coming out because you know and more of them are going to come out more of them are going to come out because you know what you guys don't realize is like i mean kind of like you know someone said he might have been trolling them too uh trump recently with something that he said you know i already forgot what that was all about too but uh Maybe what we'll do is we'll go into his uh, truth social and we'll look at some of the things that he's been saying and we'll peer into some articles. We'll get into the Twitter stuff. Maybe Bolsonaro will be in the conversation tonight. Connick will be in the conversation. It's a Friday night, guys. So, uh, you know, uh, kind of opening up the doorways to uh, viewers across the board, as well as, you know, if you're joining us, uh, you know, Rumble, you know, Pilled, uh, you know, uh, doing some fun stuff over at YouTube just for the heck of it, you know, and uh, we'll we'll see where that goes, ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, even this whole Griner thing is, are they bringing the Trump DeSantis fight back again, ladies and gentlemen? Is that becoming yet another topic? And do we have to deal? Okay, you guys are probably like, what are you looking at, Mr. C? I'll show you. We can do a build episode, you know? I mean, that could be fun, but... Uh, who is Gary Friedkin? <laughs> he looks like the guy, the plane, the plane. Uh, you see, uh, second Twitter files drop describing secret blacklist. That was yesterday. You're so behind the independent. Okay. Okay. You guys are like, what are you looking at again? Sorry. Here. Okay. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the web browser news. Okay. Um, that's what I'm looking at. A Twitter dust yet to settle elon musk already open to idea of buying another media tech company what mr ctv ah, just kidding <laughs> 
Oh no, I don't want to see that guy. Okay, get him off the screen. Okay, we're talking about oh, was that um Joe Scarborough? I cannot, I cannot with Joe Scarborough, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 no. Thank you. Okay. Um, okay, so let's see what's up. Everything should be returned at once. Trump snaps at a DOJ over latest Amarilago document setback. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so what are we doing? Uh, we're getting the ball going. Okay. Let's just push end here. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. There we go. That's better. There we go. That's better. Okay. Let's get this going. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Hey, Sonia C. How's it going tonight? Thanks for hanging out tonight. Over there at Peeled. Muchos love. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Uh, let's see here. What else? Okay. Uh, okay, guys. All right. Sorry about that. Oh, Sonia. Good to see you, Sonia. It's good to see you tonight, Sonia. All right. Okay. Um, let's see here. President Trump truths, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start here. Oop. Okay. It goes this way. Under the Presidential Records Act and the very well-established Clinton saw... Oh, wait. We read this yesterday, didn't we? Oh, we sure did. Okay. Uh, not interested in the yay, <laughs> the yay topic. So we'll keep moving on from that. Kanye was like, Milo, you were supposed to distract the gay people. <laughs> it didn't even work. Not even with uh, Nick Nicholas Fuentes in tow. <laughs> What does Cash Patel have to say? Uh, truth bomb of the day. The FBI had weekly meetings with uh, Titter, <laughs> fake book, and Scroogle um, to uh, censor info in run up to 2020 election. They sure did, sir. Okay. Here we go. Here's one, but this is a retruth. What is going on with the FBI and Justice Department? They seem to be totally out of control. There is right now a uh, weaponization of justice the likes which our country has never seen before. Uh, the Twitter and Facebook scandal has already proven to be, with the possible exception of spying on my campaign, their most sinister act in history. Even the rhinos and the weak are openly admitting that the 2020 election was rigged, but in a darker way than ever thought possible. So many lives destroyed. That's kind of uh, preeminent sounding to me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that has kind of an ominous overtone to me, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not oniony, okay? 
That sounds like uh, COVID-19, ladies and gentlemen. That sounds like the governators to me, ladies and gentlemen. That sounds like, you know, Nick Murphy and uh, Wretched Gretchen Whitmer and uh, Nipple Rings Cuomo. And uh, and uh, what was the other one's name? Uh, Gavin Gruesome Newsome. And let's not forget um, the horrid Tom Wolf, the governators. Uh, yeah, Minnesota and Washington, you could throw them in there as well. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, very dark, very dark indeed. That's an aspect of the rigging of the 2020 elections that maybe people will not want to look at, you know, because uh, what was the number one thing that they were able to do with the planned pandemic? They were able to force mail-in ballots onto Americans. Americans never would have accepted mail-in ballots had it not been for this exceptionally planned plague that was thrown upon the world. Very dark indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Very dark indeed. <laughs> Elon, says Twitter. I mean, says President Trump. Elon. Elon, President Trump is speaking to you. President Trump says, the Twitter releases are a revelation in that they show in a very powerful fashion the FBI and justice illegally colluding, proving conclusively in one more very powerful way that the 2020 presidential election was rigged and stolen. With everyone, what everyone is really waiting to see, however, is the Twitter information and thought processes leading up to the time of the so-called election and ultimately the deplatforming of the President of the United States. Big moment in history. Thank you. Oh, snap, ladies and gentlemen. You know with that said, guys, of course we're going to be doing the Twitter drops tonight. Hello. Because our president said so, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, well, it'll be a fun time. <laughs> Going swimmingly. Oh, excellent. Oh, so sorry to hear from that. Sorry to hear that, Sonia C. <laughs> well, indeed. When you going swimmingly, I thought at first you were going swimming. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, big moment in history. And, you know, when was this released? This was 13 hours ago. OK, 13 hours ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, these are really important moments. That's why, you know, beyond the entire. I mean, because like I said during Lone Star State News, I'll say it again right now. Let us ride the rogue wave that is Elon Musk with the rogue wave of all of the information. Right. Like, uh, perhaps Elon Musk's rogue wave of uh, media information will smash open the media into all of the fraud that happened in 2022. Because after all, Katie Hobbs was found to have colluded with Twitter as well, hasn't she? And has not her agents in Maricopa County been founded to have colluded with the federal government? Beautiful ties, ladies and gentlemen, are coming together. Welcome to the C-Report. Anyways, okay, so uh, excellent statement from the president. Very many thanks. And I'm all to our dark overlord, Elon Musk. 
I love it. Okay. I just love it. I just, just love the craziness of 2022, guys. Under the Presidential Records Act. Oh, wait. He retruthed these, right? Uh, and the very well-established Clinton Sox case, the raid of Mar-a-Lago by the FBI and the taking of documents and many other items was illegal. Everything should be returned at once. This is a retruth. Yes, absolutely. We will love it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Look at he did it again. Oh, wait. Disgraceful. <laughs> absolutely. It is disgraceful. We, we will retruth that. President, my president. Okay. All right. Moving right along. <laughs> Thank you. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, that's so cute. Okay. All right. Moving right along. Okay, he's doing it again. Police state. Okay, hold on. What is going on with the... Oh, he's like, in case you didn't get it... You know what this is? He's like, you clearly you didn't get it when you read it the first time. This is what I was trying to say in this statement. Police state. <laughs> he was like, clearly you didn't get it. I was trying to tell Elon, thank you. <laughs> I was trying to say, this is the disgrace. Okay. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> you know, I can't read between the lines. Excuse me. I apologize. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving right along. Dunga -dung -dung -dung. Okay. All right. I love this color. Like, I don't know why I like this color scheme. I'm a very neutral person. What can I say? <laughs> okay, guys. I just love it. I love that color scheme anyways. Okay. And then Weezer's going to be like, shut up. <laughs> You're making a fool of yourself. Anyways, okay, enough about that crap. Okay, let's move on. Who's that? Oh my God, that scared me. Okay, whoa, okay. We're not going back to that. Okay, sorry. Okay, uh, that scared the hell out of me. All right. <clears throat> yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are just scouring the truths of President Trump's truth social. And that's what I do on Friday nights when I'm bored. <laughs> Look at her. Peekaboo. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's Mr. Musk. Mr. Musk's Twitter bombshells keep coming. Social media company was giant conservative censorship machine. Okay, good. All right. Bring them down. Bring them on down. Okay. Bring them on down. And just bring them on down. What does the Federalist say? Uh, Fed admits synergy with big tech killing private company defense. Oh, snap. Now we got it coming out. Is this, are we really seeing the breach, guys? Are we seeing, are we really seeing like uh, the damn break? Is that what all this is right now, guys? I mean, we're not hearing it in the mainstream, lamestream, shamestream media, obviously. But, you know, are we watching the dam break? Is this crack and crack and crack and crack at the foundation or what? Like, is this what is happening right now? Because it kind of seems like this is happening a big barrage to me. All of these things that are putting, you know, politics and agency or politics and media together. Like, whoa, guys, like this is all happening like in a huge barrage. <laughs> oh, is this the one that the Babylon Bee got in trouble for? Disinformation down 92% as New York Times writers go on strike. <laughs> Wait, are they really on strike though? Babylon B, stop it. You know, when our satire becomes reality, America, we should be concerned, okay? 
Aren't you concerned? I am. Okay. The Association of Mature American Citizens presents President Trump. It's 2020 Men of the Year Award. Well, it's 2022. Okay. <laughs> oh, I saw President Trump on the American Freedom Tour. I had front row seats just about. That was a great experience. Thank you so much for the American Freedom Tour in Texas, President Trump. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's, what is this? This looks like fun. I want to look at this. Oh, is this, this is the article. Do you guys want to do him the honors? Should we do president Trump the honors, right? President Donald J. Trump, um, America. What did that, uh, um, what did the acronym stand for again? <laughs> Americans of a certain age. <laughs> Hey, if you just flip those letters around another way, that's exactly what it says. Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe we need like another A in there or something, but. Oh, 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 is this a catchphrase? Harry S. Truman? Hmm? Wait, do we have a do we have a continue button? I want to make sure we have a continue. We don't have a continue button. Aw. No, I don't want to have to go slide by slide here. Here's what we'll do. And absolutely, let's retruth these. This is awesome. Congratulations at President Trump. Come on. Work with me here. It doesn't want to do it. Fine. Fine. I'll type it myself. Thank you. Uh, uh, you are still my president. That's what I'm going to put. Okay. Now I'll put it like right there. Okay. And then I'll put... America first, save America, make America great again. Okay, period. You know, it'd be something, they don't do threads on Truth Social yet, do they? I guess not. Okay. <laughs> Where did it go? Oh no, it vanished. I wasn't done looking at that yet. Wasn't that fun, guys? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Here's part two. Are you ready? Ray. Okay. Here's part... Oh, that's quite the long article. You know what? He deserves it. Okay. He deserves it. President Trump is our president, after all, ladies and gentlemen. He never conceded. And he never stopped fighting for you. And everyone who's using all of these uh, little moments to betray, do what you do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Betray him. Show us who you are so we can leave you behind. We want nothing to do with you. Okay. Did it, did it not go through? Did none of my things go through? Did none of these go through? Look at. That's so cool. That's a cool cover. Hold on. 
Is this gonna work? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's working for me. Okay. Hold on. Let's go see if it worked. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone over at, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Everyone who's watching live, you guys could be following along at my truth social right now. Look at Victoria already liked my truth. Do you see that, guys? Okay. <laughs> Hold on. See, this is my truth social right here, guys. Uh, Mr. CTV underscore Odyssey. What happened to Odyssey? Odyssey suddenly went offline. Is it back online? I don't know. They're having trouble at Odyssey. What? Odyssey was working perfect. Okay. Don't make me go fix you. I will do it right now. Okay, let me go look at Odyssey real quick, guys, because Odyssey suddenly went offline over here. And I want to make sure that if anyone's hanging out, that they're not getting an interrupted stream. So uh, let's see what's up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't look like I was online at all. I could have sworn I got that taken care of, guys. I'm so sorry, Odyssey. I thought you guys, I thought it was taken care of. Hold on. Um, uh, I can't believe that worked. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah, see, it was working. I don't know what happened. Apparently, I don't know. You tell me. Okay, let's do this. Um, let's do this now. Ready, guys? Okay. We're going to get Odyssey online, guys. I thought they were online. I guess they haven't been online this whole time. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on, but we'll figure it out. And I apologize over there. Not that the, not that the people at Odyssey know what's going on right now. Like, they have no clue. They, as far, I guess for as far as they're concerned, my show is never even live. But whatever. Okay. Let's figure her out. Okay. Remove Odyssey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, 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 okay. Um, edit. Are you ready, Odyssey, to go online? Save changes. Okay. We'll see if that worked. Go live. Okay. Okay, guys. Uh, how about we pretend for the people at Odyssey that we just started? Ready? Hey, peeps at Odyssey. What's up? <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay, already. <laughs> Guy, we've been on the air for quite some time, Odyssey. Okay, we've been quite, we've been on the air for quite some time. Welcome, welcome. Anyways, we haven't gotten to the meat of the show yet. You know, I don't know what's going on over there still. It should be live now. Oh, wait, look at this. 
It still says they're having trouble streaming. Well, what's up, Odyssey? Uh, hmm. I don't know. That's weird. That is bizarnage, ladies and gentlemen. Bizarnage. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to take care of it afterwards. I bet you I know what it is, but it's not important right now. Uh, we cannot allow these things to derail us, ladies and gentlemen. You know very well how Microwave Marge would take it. Well, the show must go on. That's right. <laughs> okay. So moving right along. Okay, somehow. Oh, you know, we were just going over here because I wanted to see if all of these went through accordingly. And it appears they did. All right. Hold on. Yay. Okay. Do you think I got this in good sequential order? Or do you think... <sighs> Why? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm going to throw a fit. Okay. <laughs> I want to read this. Okay. Um, no. Thank you. Oh, perfect. Okay, ready? Nowhere else are you going to get this, ladies and gentlemen. Nowhere else. Honoring the 45th president of these United States of America. I'm just curious about what it says, ladies and gentlemen. And that's all. Aren't you curious? Yes, the Twitter files, guys. We're getting to the Twitter files. <laughs> We're getting to the Twitter files, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I wonder what took them... I wonder what took them two years to give him the 2020 Man of the Year. <laughs> right? That's what I wonder. Perfect. Harry S. Truman imparted great wisdom when he said, men make history and not the other way around. In periods where there is no leadership, society stands still. Progress occurs when courageous, skillful leaders seize the opportunity to change things for the better. On behalf of his great accomplishments of four years in office, President Donald J. Trump has been selected by AMAC members as AMAC's Man of the Year. And not only has Trump succeeded in making America great again by bringing back jobs and restoring the economy, but he also secured peace in the Middle East and guided America through an unprecedented pandemic. Uh, 
and turbulent times. Despite being challenged by the media and the left who sought to destroy his reputation, the president did not waver. Instead, he stood his ground and in the face of many storms proceeded to move forward to uphold principles of goodwill and justice. When a child is born, it is every parent's dream for their offspring to grow in wisdom, courage, faith, and strength, and go out into the world to achieve great things. This feeling was no different for Marianne and Fred Trump, who gave birth to their second-born son, Donald J. Trump. No! The key. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, hold on. <coughs> wow. On June 14th, 1946. That's my mom's birth year, I think. Yeah. In birth order, Donald was the fourth of five children. Uh, little did Marianne and Fred know that their newborn son would grow to become one of the most successful businessmen in American history in America and the 45th president of the United States. Today, Donald J. Trump embodies the caring spirit to put the people of the nation first. He has worked hard on behalf of American citizens to deliver historic results in Washington for the nation and for the world. Reflecting upon Donald J. Trump's childhood, we see that Trump learned early on to be productive. Marianne and Fred enrolled their son in the New York Military Academy at the age of 13 to promote the family's values of hard work and discipline. Trump later began college at Fordham University and soon transferred to the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School for its real estate studies program. Trump's success began early. As a student, he invested in Philadelphia real estate before graduating in 1968 with a bachelor's degree in economics. Trump understood that working diligently would produce positive results. Marianne and Fred Trump wouldn't live to see their son at the age of 70 and without ever having held public office go on to win over 14 million votes in the 2016 Republican presidential primaries, the most votes received for any Republican primary candidate. Today, at the age of 74, Donald is the proud parent of five children and grandfather to ten. And he holds the title President of the United States of America. Throughout his life, he continually sets the bar high and embraces the self-ascribed philosophy that as long as you are going to be thinking anyway, think big. But it is not because of Donald Trump's status or fame that AMAC members overwhelmingly chose the 45th president as their man of the year for 2020. Rather, it is because AMAC members put their hope and trust in him, and he delivered. In an AMAC weekly newsletter poll sent via email on November 24, 2020 and posted on the www.amac.us website, President Trump received 34,123 of the 42,187 votes cast, easily outpacing second-place finisher Essential Workers. It is not the essential workers were the second place. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's fun. 
Uh, it is not difficult to understand that the esteem AMAC members have for President Trump, given all he has done for mature Americans during his time in office. His accomplishments can be listed, many of which were well documented in these pages. But Donald Trump's achievements are only part of what makes him one of the greatest men to have ever lived. Rather, it is his unique abilities and character traits that have allowed him to accomplish more than anyone could have imagined. In our lifetimes, we would be hard-pressed to witness another leader as effective as Trump. Leadership takes vision, and Trump's is 2020. He saw the potential for how America could exist and then took steps to get us there, which required discipline and decisiveness. He saw things that no one else saw, and he recognized that he needed to align others with his vision. It has been said that great visionaries will always meet opposition from weak minds, but the seeds they plant can save the world. While critics will play down the Trump's leadership style, uh, down Trump's leadership style, one thing that cannot be ignored is the fact that he can and does lead. No other U.S. president has ever received as many undisputed votes as Donald J. Trump a testament to his resiliency, confidence, and unwavering commitment to the promise he made to the American people. To make America great, to make America stronger, prouder, and greater than ever before. Donald J. Trump understood that the American people were tired of bad leadership in our government and recognized that the government is not the solution to our problems. Instead, he grasped that government was the problem. He helped to shape a public opinion that United States, uh, United Americans who were tired of government invading their lives and not representing their ideas and values. Defeating 16 primary candidates for the president of the United States, Trump has been much more than talk and more about action, a quality that earned him the trust of the majority of the American people. He took a leadership role to serve the best interests of Americans, and he delivered with thought, hard decision-making, and courage. Trumpism is a new term for the political ideology, style of governance, political movement, and uh, set of mechanisms for acquiring and keeping power that are associated with Donald Trump. It is a bold and profoundly different way of thinking. His common sense blended with the determination to win, along with a brave heart and unforgiving honesty, propelled him to take action in the face of horrible opposition because of his unyielding promise to all Americans to make America great. He is a unique American leader. No one has ever won the presidency without having held public office or served as a general in the military. His leadership style alone is what drew people to him. He understood what the vast majority of Americans wanted, and after spending a lifetime of understanding how to give people what they want, he did deliver. Did he deliver? President Trump's notable achievements are too many to mention.
But for AMAC membership, he delivered again and again, including driving down Medicare Advantage and Part D premiums to historic lows while increasing plan choices. His policies also led to drastically lowering the cost of insulin for Medicare beneficiaries. He established the rebate rule through an executive order that requires pharmacy benefit managers to share the rebates they receive from drug companies with Medicare beneficiaries at the pharmacy counter to lower their out-of-pocket costs and expenses. Another executive order created price transparency for shoppable medical services, which allows American patients to choose the best price and position prior to having a procedure. There are numerous other policy examples that demonstrate President Trump's commitment to caring for America's seniors. President Trump did so much more in addition to enacting smart policies. Through his status as an outsider, he showed the world that one does not have to come up through the customary political ranks to attain the highest office in the United States. He challenged an ingrained establishment that was bent on destroying. That's right, guys. Twitter files part three. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That was bent on destroying him, his family, and members of his administration by engineering a thriving pre-pandemic economy and scoring significant Middle East foreign policy victories in a relatively short period of time. He told Americans that a COVID-19 vaccine would be ready for distribution by the end of 2020. While his detractors mocked him for making a, such a claim, he developed Operation Warp Speed, which removed the regulatory obstacles and contributed to making most of his base turn on him. Not just kidding, just the Candace Owens of the world, uh, to making his predictions become a reality. President Trump's election was the result of a conservative populist political movement seen by many as ordinary citizens fighting back against a powerful elite establishment that made numerous promises but delivered nothing. Trump picked up this mantle and, in the process of delivering significant policy results, uncovered the systemic, uh, systemic corruption of the establishment and the evil scheming of the deep state. His actions reverberated among diverse Americans and resulted in increased support for him among Black, Hispanic, and Asian voters. A strong supporter of our Second Amendment rights, Trump was the first sitting president to attend an NRA convention since Ronald Reagan. The first president, the first United States president ever to appoint a Hasidic Jew, Mitchell Silk, to a senior slot in the administration, and the first sitting president to attend the March for Life rally, stating, Unborn children have never had a stronger defender in the White House, and as the Bible tells us, each person is wonderfully made. Adding, we are here for a very simple reason, to defend the right of every child born and unborn to fulfill their God-given potential. Along the way to generating the most votes ever received by any incumbent president, Trump captured about 30% of the voting of the vote among the LGBT qua community. The diversity of this movement Trump um, expanded is important as it exemplifies its unanimity and ensures its propagation. Donald J. Trump displays strong common sense and applies this kind of thinking to life's challenges. He was once quoted as saying, watch somebody sell their used car and not wash it. You can spend $10 washing the car and get another $200 for the car. 
both in private life and in business, Trump has never been afraid to offer a piece of his mind. As witnessed in his response to NFL players for kneeling for the national anthem and team owners for not requiring that players to stand, the American public is fed up with the disrespect the NFL is paying to our country, our flag, and our national anthem, weak and out of control. In acknowledgement of the credibility of Trump's America first approach to domestic and foreign policy, Joe Biden said, I want to make sure we're going to fight like hell by in by investing in America first in an interview regarding foreign trade after the election. Biden uttered these words after routinely attacking the strategy during the presidential campaign. The fact that Republicans did so well down ballot is further evidence of the strength of the populist movement. The predicted blue wave was, uh, oopsie, was never materialized. Isn't this interesting, guys? This is an interesting article. I think this article is interesting. As solidly conservative representatives, some of them women, were elected to shrink the Democrat House majority. Most conservatives are aware of the uh, of the uh, bias, right? That's what it says, bias. Okay. Oh, wrong screen. Sorry, guys. Most conservatives are aware of the bias toward their ideology and Republicans in general that exists in mainstream American journalism. It was on a vicious display beginning with Trump's announcement to run for president and grew louder after he was elected. The, pr the criticism he received for his handling of the coronavirus was particularly shrill until it wasn't. President Trump has been a vocal critic of state lockdowns and school closings, two issues for which he was roundly condemned. However, now we see mainstream journalists like Nicholas Kristof of the New York Times agreeing with Trump that schools are not significant sources of transmissions for the virus. The Times also published a story questioning the logic of banning small gatherings. Even CNN's Jake Tapper gave President Trump credit for vaccine delivery after habitually criticizing the administration efforts to fight the virus. These are not just a few instances of members of the media agreeing with President Trump. They are much more than that. They are demonstrable proof that Trump has broken the mainstream media and destroyed their credibility. He knew early on that the media would not fairly report on any aspect of his administration, so instead of trying to manage them like other Republicans, he exposed their agenda and labeled their efforts as fake news through the masterful use of his Twitter account. This characterization has had a huge impact on how Americans perceive the news they receive from mainstream outlets. The Trump presidency has had an enormous effect on the Democrat Party. Their years-long affliction with Trump derangement syndrome has laid bare their arsenal of strategies and tactics used to get Trump from the whole stories uh, from the whole world to witness spying, lying, fake stories of Russian collusion, contrived impeachment charges, big tech censorship, phony polls, and the granddaddy of them all, apparent concerted election fraud operations in battleground states, are all on display courtesy of America's Democrat Party. Indeed, Trump's battle for election integrity exposes the Democrats' debasing clutch on another American institution, and his fight could have lasting implications for generations to come.
He broke the Democrats with his three Supreme Court nominations, where other presidents may have withdrawn nominees in the face of caterwauling uh, from Democrats uh, serving on the Judiciary Committee. Trump remained steadfast in his support of his selected jurists in the face of outrageous allegations and wholly inappropriate questioning. Trump was undeterred and watched as the Democrats twisted and contorted into caricatures of themselves. His commitment was rewarded when his three nominees were confirmed and are now serving lifetime appointments on the highest court in the land. Donald J. Trump's arrival on the American political scene was a game changer. His standing as a businessman with a reputation for getting things done was welcome as a breath of fresh air for his supporters and seen as a mortal threat for those wishing to continue business as usual in Washington, D.C., some found the brash New Yorker's personality and accompanying social media presence arrogant and self-promoting, while others appreciated his ability to fight back against his attackers. Perhaps it is this characteristic of not backing down from a confrontation that has so endeared President Trump to AMAC members. While he is not perfect, no president is. Trump has shown a profound love of America and inspired patriotism not experienced since the days of Ronald Reagan. Even more meaningful is that this self-made American success story did not seek the presidency to enrich himself. He left a relatively quiet, comfortable life because he felt America needed him to make the country great Again, as his many successes stand on their own merits, he has risen to serve a great purpose, and well over 70 million Americans were enlightened because of his bold and courageous leadership. For the faithful and for those who believe in divine purpose, Donald J. Trump, uh, his role as president, of the United States of America is nothing short of God using him for his glory and his good. To AMAC's Man of the Year, we thank you, Mr. President. May God bless you. What a great article, ladies and gentlemen. Like him or not, how much truth be told in the pages of the AMAC. Wow, what a write-up. Good Lord, what a way to remind. Perspective, context, right? Those who write our history, etc. Great article. Great, great article. Oh, I don't know. I hope you guys like that. Hope you guys appreciated that. Hey, Timberjet, what's going on? Thanks for the cookie. Oh, you get dropped two cookies, one for Sonia and one for Yi. Thank you. Not ye, not yay, not ye, you, sir, you. Okay, Odyssey's still not working, guys. I don't know what's up with Odyssey. I think I know what's up. I've been in contact with uh, the Odyssey peeps because um, uh, stuff, right? Anyways, uh, I think I know what's going on over there, but we'll get it fixed. Don't worry. Don't worry. 
we'll get this one uploaded. I need more space, guys, like crazy. Like, do you know, do you know how much space a two to three hour show takes up? A lot. You know, I, I don't consider those things when I start going off on tangents, you know. Anyways, guys, I hope you guys like that. I hope you guys enjoyed that article. I did. I enjoyed it, you know, setting my Friday night right. Okay. Okay. Uh, where are we going from here? Uh, do we, oh, did we even finish? Do we even finish our Trump truths? I don't think we did. Um, we could capture one or two more. Most of them are actually just retruths. I think we're good there, right? That was pretty good. I think that was really good, actually. I think that was nice. I think that was, I think that was needed, ladies and gentlemen. I think that was needed. At least I needed it. Okay. Okay. All right. Hmm. What is this? Ooh, let's watch this video, guys. We're going to put on video. Oh, no. You can't be restricted. Uh, and then coming up right next, guys, after this video, we're going to do the we're going to do the Twitter stuff. Are you ready, guys? We're going to do the Twitter stuff. I know you guys have been waiting. And why not? You know, why not do it next? Because this, this is going to take us right to it, y'all. Where is it anyways? I thought I had. Oh, there it is. Okay. Hold on. Hold the door. Hold the. Thank you. Okay. Let me get this over here. I need to get this situated. Are you ready? Are you guys ready? You're joining us live on a Friday night here at the Sea Report. Welcome, 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 twice welcome, thrice welcome. Okay. I'm just getting everything ready to roll, guys. We don't want you guys go get your popcorn, right? No, 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 no. Wait, what was that? What did that say? Hold on. No, don't distract me. Wow, a 17-year-old boy or girl. Ah. Okay, enough about that trash. Okay, guys. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Was that not wonderful? I really enjoyed that. Okay, guys. Okay, are you ready? We're going to watch a video. This is This is still in line with President Trump, y'all. It's in line with President Trump, and it's going to take us right over to Twitter. Okay, so if you guys are ready for it, the, the, the twat has just dropped. Okay, and Elon Musk, he's got endurance, baby. Okay, <laughs> Elon's got stamina. Okay, all right. So uh, this man takes weeks to drop his load. Jesus Christ. Okay, here is... Uh... <laughs> I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long It's It's Tilk. It's Tilk from Stargate SG-1. Someone make me a meme. Someone make me a sticker right now. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Christopher something from uh, Christopher Judd. No, Christopher Gold. Christopher Judge. Christopher Judge. 
It's Christopher Judge, the actor Tilk. I mean, Tilk, the actor Christopher Judge from Stargate SG-1, uh, came back as uh, as Anya. What's her name? Anaya. What's her name? <laughs> I can't remember her damn last name. She's from uh, Massachusetts, isn't she? Or Maryland, right? Anya Deshawn? Or no, no, wait, that's not her name. That's someone from... No, never mind. Okay. <laughs> it's Tilk. Where is your gold emblem on your forehead? Come on. <laughs> someone someone put a Gua'uld emblem on her forehead. Okay, make her eyes glow white, please. Someone do it, please. Please, 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 please. <laughs> as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless When they go low, we kick them. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? The biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murderers. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania. Dang, guys. I never noticed how sweaty she is. Look at this broad. Look at this. Look at how sweaty she Do you guys see the glistening? Look at guys. Hold on. You guys can't see it like I can see it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the door. Hold the door. Look at this. Look at this. Look at how perspired this woman is. Look at this. Look at this. What is going on, Nancy? What kind of methamphetamines are you using? <laughs> Look at that. Look at it's Hoods Pelosi. You know, Hoods Pelosi. Look at those. Look at those eyelid hoods, guys. Look at those eyelid hoods. Yeah. Look at that. Hoods Pelosi, y'all. Hoods Pelosi. <laughs> She's sweating. Girl, you sweating all your look at that. Look at that. What is going on here, guys? Look at this. You guys can't. You guys, can you see it? Can you look at that? Look at that. That's more than glistening like a pig. What is going on with this woman? Look at <laughs> sorry, guys. I just needed you to see what I'm seeing. Okay. Look at that. That's craziness. What is going on with this woman? Look at her. <laughs> She's sweating like crazy grandma what's wrong anyways oh my bad avenue they're not going to stop before election day in november and they're not going to stop after election day and that should be everyone should take note of that 
on both levels that this isn't they're not gonna let up and they should not if you think we're rallying now you ain't seen nothing yet did y'all see her snake eye I said that was scary, y'all. Okay. <laughs> Gunshots. Okay. Uh, let's get this cleared up real quick. All right. Okay. Uh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, that was that was scary. All right, guys. That takes us right to Twatter. Okay. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Yeah. Those were insurrectionics. That was the, the blah, 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 if I could speak. That was the point of showing you guys that is those were the insurrection. Uh, I can't talk. Those were the insurrectionists. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's, let's do this properly. I know you guys have been waiting for this moment. Uh, here we go. Because you've been waiting for this moment, ladies and gentlemen. You've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> All right. We got Elon Musk ready to Hadouken the Bidens. And uh, yeah, actually for this one, I guess we should have put like a picture of like big tech. Like we should have put we should have put a picture of Twitter Hadoukening Twitter itself. Right. Like throwing its own little Powerball at it. Right uh since collusion 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 right uh, it's important stuff it's good to know i mean it is good to know right uh yes that's right mr musk's twitter files part three continuing with the zeitgeist uh for once the zeitgeist could be revealing things that are important to us because after all there's this rogue wave known as elon musk's musk and uh it's it's going to sink someone's battleship i'm sure ladies and gentlemen and so we had um mr taibi uh as being the first um reporter du jour uh to uh serve up um um a, a very great roast of uh hunter biden's laptop and other such things and then we had barry weiss i think was the name right to serve up another great roast but this time it was of like uh you know, um, uh, Twitter's uh, workers and people uh, blacklisting and uh, all that good shadow banning stuff. And now we have Mr. Taibi serving up his second course. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you are interested to note. And uh, it goes like this, Mr. Timbajet. Are you ready? Like this, Timbajet. Watch. All you have to say is this. Oh, where is it at? Come on. Oh, is it not going to work now? Hold on. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold on. Timbajet, hold on, Timbajet. We're going to make this. We're going to make this happen, Timbajet. Are you ready? Oh, it's so slow, Timbajet. Not you, me. Hold on. I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, cancel. Okay. There it goes. There it goes. Come on. You're almost there. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh. No. No. <laughs> 
Oh, it's taking forever. Okay, never mind, Timbajet. It's taking forever. I don't even know what I sent. Did I send anything? Okay, hold on. I'm getting trade distracted. Okay. Okay, all right, guys. Uh, Mr. Musk. Mr. Musk and his stuff. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Is it all we get, really? Yeah. All right, guys. Sorry. Sorry, I'm being distracted by uh, stickers. Okay. Oh, it says I'm live at Odyssey. Am I live? How interesting. Okay, let's find out. And then we'll get to Mr. Musk, y'all. Hold the door. All right. Oh, it looks like we are live. Hey, Odyssey, what's up? And someone, hey, Odyssey, what's up? Sorry about that earlier. We didn't uh, go live on time with everyone, did we? Uh, let's see here. We just went live starting with the uh, the tilk thing. Okay. <laughs> You're probably like, what are you talking about today? Okay, cool. Oh, thanks for hanging out over there at Odyssey. You tell your friends, right? I think. And uh, tell them to come and hang out with Mr. C and you over here at the C Report on Odyssey. And, uh, okay, I'm just going to have to send this to you because, oh, look, I'm sending you two Timbajet. Sorry. That's not what I meant to send you, but I guess that's just, we're going to have to deal with that for now. Okay, guys, sorry. Sorry, guys, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Did not mean to get so off track, okay? Did not mean to get so off track. Um, good to see. Good. To, uh, thanks for hanging out. All right. Okay. And uh, where? Oh, now we're bleeding people over at Pilled. Jeez, great. Okay. Hold on. Hold the door. Let me see what's going on over here. Oh, Lord. Okay. Let's get on with Twitter. Sorry, guys. Over. <laughs> Let's move on with Twitter. Okay, Mr. Musk's files. All right, unleashed. All right, here we go. Matt Taibbi. All right, let's do this, guys. Okay, we already uh, we did our President Trump. We read the article. Great article. Okay, from the AMAC 2020. That was the man of the year. Let's get rolling before we get scrolling, ladies and gentlemen. You guys, this is the moment you've been waiting for. All right, Trump files with Twitter. Okay, President Trump saith and uh, Elon Musk doeth, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget that. All right, here we go. From Matt Taibbi. Thread, the Twitter files, the removal of Donald Trump, part one, October 20th through January 6th. That's 2020. And it goes this way. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, that's right. The C-Report has a Twitter. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Before we begin, love it. Oh, wait, wait. Let's retweet this shit. Okay. I didn't, I did not quote tweet this time. Okay, here we go. Ready? The world knows much of the story of what happened between riots at the Capitol on January 6th and the removal of the president, Donald J. Trump, from Twitter on January 8th. 
we'll show you what hasn't been revealed. The erosion of standards within the company in months before J6. Decisions by high-ranking executives to violate their own policies and more against the backdrop of ongoing documented interaction with federal agencies. The first installment covers the period before the election through January 6th. Tomorrow at Schellenberg MD will detail the chaos inside Twitter on January 7th. On Sunday at Barry Weiss will reveal the secret internal communications from the key date of January 8th. And thus, this rogue wave of Elon Musk, 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 Muskness, will forever cause you to forget that your elections were stolen in the year 2022. Whatever your opinion of the decision to remove Trump that day, the internal communications at Twitter between January 6th and January 8th have clear historical import. Even Twitter's employees understood in the moment it was a landmark moment in the annals of speech. I know I was there. As soon as they finished banning Trump, Twitter execs started processing new power. They prepared to ban future presidents and White Houses, perhaps even Joe Biden. The new administration says one exec will not be suspended by Twitter unless absolutely necessary. And here is a twat. As stated in our, if it is clear that another account is being used for the purpose of evading a ban, it is also subject to suspension. For government accounts, such as at POTUS and at White House, we will not suspend those accounts, but will take action to limit their use. However, these accounts will be transitioned over to the new administration in due course and will not be suspended by Twitter unless absolutely necessary to alleviate real-world harm. Twitter executives removed Trump in part over what uh, one executive called the context surrounding actions by Trump and supporters over the course of the election and, frankly, last four-plus years. In the end, they looked at a broad picture, but that approach cannot cut both ways. Hi, Vijaya. I'm Vijaya, excuse me. Hi, Vijaya. I'm working with so-and-so on my team to put together a document to share a doc to share with you with a POV from research, hours, academics with whom we have been working, etc. on DJT's language as coded incitement to further violence. In the meantime, here is our quick take. The decision on whether to pull that particular tweet or use that as a last straw for Trump depends on many factors, including one, the overall context and narrative in which that tweet lives. We currently analyze tweets and consider them at tweet-by-tweet basis, which does not appropriately take into account the context surrounding. You can use the yelling fire into a crowd theater example. Context matters, and the narrative that Trump and his friends have pursued over the course of this election and, frankly, last four-plus years must be taken into account when interpreting and analyzing that tweet. Two, the larger question is around our moral imperative and decision as a company which user sentiment should not drive based on number one, so-and-so, and I believe that his tweet does violate. Okay, whatever. Uh, Mr. Taibi continues, 
the bulk of the internal debate leading to Trump's ban took place in those three January days. However, the intellectual framework was laid in the months preceding the Capitol riots. Before J6, Twitter was a unique mix of automated rules-based enforcement and more subjective moderation by senior executives. As Barry Weiss reported, the form had a vast array of tools for manipulating visibility, most of which were thrown at Trump and others pre-J6. Pretty interesting, huh? All of these tools for manipulation, ladies and gentlemen, all these tools for manipulation, as some of us might have experienced ourselves, used prior to January 6th. I can imagine, obviously, that to be truthful. As the election approached, senior executives, perhaps under pressure from the federal agencies with whom they met more as time progressed, increasingly struggled with rules and began to speak of avios as pretexts to do what they'd likely have done anyway. After January 6th, internal slacks show Twitter executives getting kick, a kick out of intensified relationships with federal agencies. Here's Trust and Safety's head, Yoel Roth, lamenting a lack of generic enough calendar descriptions to concealing his very interesting meeting partners. Yoel Roth. Eh, it happens. I'm a big believer in calendar transparency, but I reached a certain point where my meetings became very interesting to people and they weren't uh, meeting names generic enough to cover. Anyway, let me know. A very boring business meeting that is definitely not about Trump. Yoel Roth, pretty much definitely not meeting with the FBI. I swear, Yoel Roth. Okay, back to Matt Taibbi. These initial reports are based on searches for docs linked to prominent executives whose names are already public. They include Roth, a former trust and policy chief, Vijaya Gad, and recently plank-walked deputy general counsel and former top FBI lawyer, Jim Baker. It's like, who let that spook in, right? Anyways. One particular Slack channel offers an unique window into the evolving thinking of top officials in the late 2020 and early 2021. On October 8, 2020, executives opened a channel called US2020 underscore XFN underscore enforcement. Through January 6th, this would be home for discussions about election-related removals, especially ones that involved high-profile accounts, often called VITs or very important tweeters. Hey, everyone. Starting tomorrow, October 9th until November 15th, this channel will be used for the following reasons related to the U.S. 2020 elections. Trends identified that require scaled investigations, high-profile accounts, escalations that potentially require PII-slash-soft interventions, scalable solutions required, 
edge cases for XFN consultation, highlight tech issues, bugs, tolls, outage, gyro tickets. This is an enforcement channel between T and S and TWS and to help speed up our response related to election issues over the coming few weeks. Get will start providing a hand over starting APAC shift tomorrow, Friday, October 9th, using the following template, hand over next shift, E-M-E-A slash A-P-A-C slash N-A, Thursday, October 8th, 2020. Get S-P-S-I, open escalations, none notes from the shift ask, can you please make sure everyone on your team is within the channel? The teams that we included are as follows. Site integrity, safety policy, product trust, safety operations, media ops, global escalation team. If you have any questions or concerns, let me know. KK, back to Matt Taibbi. There was at least some tension between safety operations, a larger department whose staffers used a more rules-based process for addressing issues like porn, scams and threats, and a smaller, more powerful cadre of senior policy execs like Roth and Gad. The latter group were a high-speed Supreme Court of moderation issuing content rulings on the fly, often in minutes based on guesses, gut calls, even go-ogle searches, even in cases involving the president. Breaking news! 50,000 Ohio voters getting wrong absentee ballots out of control. A rigged election. God bless you, Ohio. God bless you, Elon Musk. God bless you. Matt Taibbi for bringing that into focus from 2020. God bless you. Friday, October 9th, 2020, 12, 12, 50 by a rigged election would be enough to be in violation, right? <laughs> And let's see here, uh, by Yoel Roth, if the claim of fact were inaccurate, yes, yes, girl, yes, it's in violation, says Yoel Roth, okay, but it looks like that's true from NPR.org, <laughs> 50,000 Ohio voters to receive new absentee ballots after error found, dun, 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 <laughs> what you gonna do then, Yoel Roth, okay, like, that is hilarious, ladies and gentlemen. That is hilarious. Thank you, Matthew Taibbi, for sharing that particular note in this story. That is freaking hilarious, y'all. Okay. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay. Love it. Gotta love it. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys. Okay, sorry, assigning voices to these characters is the only way I'm going to get through this, guys. Okay, during this time, says Matt Taibbi, executives were also clearly liaising with federal enforcement and intelligence agencies about moderation of election-related content. While we're still at the start of reviewing the hashtag Twitter files coming to a home movie near you soon, we're finding out more about these interactions every Every day. It's probably not going to be on the Obama network, guys, just so you know. Policy director Nick Pickles. <laughs> Nick Pickles. 
Is he a freed pickle too? Anyways, uh, policy director Nick Pickles is asked if they should say Twitter detects misinfo through ML, human review, and partnerships with outside experts. The employees ask, I know that's been a slippery process. Not sure if you'll want our public explanation to hang on that. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll never mind that. Okay. So, uh, Pickles quickly asks if they could just say partnerships after a pause. He says, example given, not sure we describe the FBI slash DHS as experts. Mr. Nick Pickles says, can we just say partnership? E.g. not sir, we describe the FBI slash the ASH as experts or some NGOs that are not academic. Matt Taibbi continues, this post about the Hunter Biden laptop situation shows that Roth not only met weekly with the FBI and DHS, but with the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. What, what, what? Y'all are checked in. Here's what they said. What's new for you since our last check-in? Hacked materials exploded. We blocked the New York Post story, then we unblocked it, but said the opposite. Then said we unblocked it. And now we're in a messy situation where our policy is in shambles. Comms is angry. Reporters think we're idiots and we're refactoring an exceedingly complex 18 days out from the election. In short, FML. Weekly sync with FBI slash DHS slash DNI. <laughs> Re-election security. The meeting happened about 15 minutes after the aforementioned hacked materials implosion. The government declined to share anything useful when asked. Monthly meetings with FBI, FITF, briefed on several ongoing investigations. Dang, guys, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is pretty crazy, y'all. That is pretty crazy. Roth's report to the FBI slash DHS slash DNI is almost partial in its self-flagellating tone. We blocked the New York Post story, then unblocked it, but said the opposite. Comms is angry. Reporters think we're idiots. In short, fuck my life. Yeah, well, that's what it says. FML, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse my language. Pardon your French, ladies and gentlemen. I am not French. Thank you very much. Some of Roth's later slacks indicate his weekly confabs with federal law enforcement involved separate meetings. Here, he ghosts the FBI, just like the FBI ghost True the Vote, right? And DHS, respectively, to go first to an Aspen Institute thing, then take a call with Apple. Hey there, I have to miss the FBI and DHS meetings today, unfortunately. I saw you're on the invites for both as our site policy. Can you give me a quick readout if there's anything interesting that comes up, says Yol Roth. And then uh, Patrick Conlon, <laughs> or is it Conlong? 
Sure thing. I hope that everything's okay. Yolroth's like, everything's just fine, girl. Yeah, just have conflicts about times. I've got to go skiing up at Aspen. It's, uh, it's, uh, let's see, what is it? It's, uh, gay BDSM weekend up in Aspen. <laughs> It's time to go tan that great old. Just kidding, guys. Okay, an Aspen Institute thing this morning on vaccines. <laughs> We're just going to go take it to the point up in Aspen this weekend. And uh, I have to present. And then a call with Apple Girl to avoid us getting kicked out of the App Store Girl during the VHS one Girl. Patrick Conlon's like, oh, those boats seem very important, girlfriend. Okay, going back to Matt Taibbi. Here, the FBI sends reports about a pair of tweets, the second of which a former uh, Tippecanoe County, Indiana counselor and Republican named John Basham claiming between 2% and 25% of ballots by mail are being rejected for errors. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless them for bringing to light the uh, same problems that we saw in 2022 happening in the 2020 elections as well are you taking note ladies and gentlemen are you just bedazzled by elon musk's musk <laughs> we just got a report from the fbi concerning two tweets 1.13147909540152114 related to the shredding of mail-in ballots this is proven to be false via this politifact <laughs> Um, one three one four three two eight two two seven four two three four two zero four one six. I believe was deemed no vo on numerous occasions. The FBI's second report concerned this tweet by John Basham. Editorial at the Democrats are in complete panic as their massive push for vote by mail is backfiring on them. Two things are unfolding. One, an unexpected number of registered hashtag Republicans are returning ballots. Two, between 2% and 25% of ballots by mail are being rejected for errors. Interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Interesting. The FBI flagged tweet then got circulated in the enforcement slack. Twitter cited PolitiFact to say the first story was proven to be false, then noted the second was already deemed no VO on numerous occasions. We just got a report from the FBI concerning two tweets related to the shredding of mail-in ballots. This is proven to be false via thanks to this. Uh, the group then decides to apply a learn how voting is safe and secure label because one commenter says it's totally normal to have a 2% error rate. Roth then gives the final go ahead to process uh, to the process initiated by the FBI. Wow, guys. It says... I think we could use the mail-in voting label for this one as is. <laughs> I think we can use. Oh. Okay. 
examining the entire election enforcement slack, we did not see one reference to moderation requests from the Trump campaign, the Trump White House, or Republicans generally. We looked. They may exist. We were told they do. However, they were absent here. Uh, are we? No, 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 no. We're not. No, 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 no. Okay. Where's the rest of the thread? We're not done yet here. Hold on, guys. Let me refine my thread. Okay. <laughs> Let me refine my thread. Oh, no. What's going on? Ah! Aurelius Locke, what on earth are you doing? Retweeting something from Roger Stone? Okay, just kidding. <laughs> That Zionist? Okay. Oh, no. Now I sound like yay, yo. Yay, yo. Okay, hold on. Okay, we're not done with the Twitter files yet, guys. Mr. Musk's musk is still musky, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, you know, actually quite thrilled. I don't know that, uh, you know, um, Greater America will be able to pick out all of those uh, 2020 election fraud Easter eggs. That Mr. Taibbi so geniusly embedded into his drop, you know, to kind of draw the attention to elections. Thank you, Mr. Musk. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you, Mr. Taibbi. I might again regain my faith in the zeitgeist, ladies and gentlemen. But now let's do this. Let's get back to the thread, okay? Because somehow. I don't know how these Twitter twats work, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes I push a button and we get lost, you know? Okay, I'm back on the thread. Okay, we left off with number 27. Okay, there's like 60-something, guys. 60-something, you know? Maybe we'll have a Saturday afternoon episode here at the Sea Report. Or maybe we'll just push on through, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Let's see. Okay, just so you guys can see, we're back on track. This way you're not, like, getting unscared none, okay? <laughs> Excuse me. All right, you remember these ballots, guys? We were looking at these ballots that were all shredded and torn up and 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 John Basham. Okay, guys, here we go. We're back on track. We're going to figure this out. Okay, ready? How you guys doing on over there? How you guys doing on there? Okay. Oh, I guess you guys are doing fine. Okay. All right. I'm sure there's far more in uh, interesting people down yonder. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go, guys. Here we go. All right. Roth then gives the final go ahead to process initiation initiate to the process initiated by the FBI. Okay. Well, that's where we left off. Ex okay. And then, okay, here we go. Examining the entire election enforcement slack. We did not see one reference to moderation requests from the Trump campaign, the Trump white house or Republicans. Generally, we looked, they may exist. We told they, we were told they do. However, they were absent. What the heck? I thought I was right on track again. And then it jumps to number 32. Okay, no. 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 Okay, I guess I should follow him, right? <laughs> I wasn't even following him. Okay. Uh, let's see here. 
Is that Matt Taibbi? <laughs> oh, it's Mike Huckabee. Duh. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Mr. Huckabee. Sorry, Mr. Taibbi. He means to insult you there. A 66. Good Lord. Jesus. God. Love it. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Gotta love it. Okay. You know, I think that means that that last link that I pulled was probably, um, probably uh, the last portion of that particular thread, right? That's how it works. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a Twitter whiz, guys. Okay. I was not around in the age of Twitter during the last great Twitter uprising. Okay. So calm down, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get there together. Okay. Um, okay, we're almost there, guys. Are you ready? Okay, we passed it up. Okay, where are we at? Show this thread. Uh, right? Are we right? Dang it! Why did it go from 27 to 31? Okay, hold on. Hold on. <coughs> we'll figure this out, guys. We'll figure this out. Um, nope, 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 nope. It's not doing it. It's not doing it. You're not working. You're not working for me, Mr. Taibi. You're not working for me. Look at what is the, what is, what gives, right? What gives? Why does it jump from 27 to 31? Does anyone have an answer for that? Anyone who's been watching this since the beginning? Nobody? Nobody? Jeez Louise. Okay, fine. All right, we'll figure this out on our own. Okay, it might take an extra 20 minutes, but you know what? Maybe someone will enjoy the struggle. <laughs> Maybe he misnumbered. Oh, wait, this tweet was deleted by the tweet author. He deleted tweets. Why did he delete these tweets, guys? Did anyone get these tweets when they happened? Tweets number 28, 29, 30, and 31 have been deleted, it appears. Ladies and gentlemen, do you see? Do you see? Do you see what I see? I'm just asking. With that said, guys, we're just going to continue. Because apparently he deleted his tweets, okay? All right. 32. This inspires a long slack that reads like an Titania McGrath parody, whoever that is. I agree it's a joke, concedes a Twitter employee, but he's also literally admitting in a tweet a crime. The group declares Hux an edge case, and though one... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where's the Huckabee tweet? Okay. <laughs> Where'd the Huckabee tweet go? Oh, okay. I want to see the Huckabee tweet now. I want to see the Huckabee tweet. Okay. <laughs> I want to see the Huckabee tweet. Um, Huxon Edge Case. And he was number 31. Huckabee was 31, guys. Huckabee was, we saw his picture. Okay, you'll have to rewind it. I don't I think I guess they deleted it. And though one notes we don't make exceptions for jokes or satire, they ultimately decide to leave him be because we've poked enough bears. Could still mislead people, could still mislead people, the humor-averse group declares before moving on from Huckabee. Uh, let's read this. Okay, so... <laughs> let's read this. Okay, are you ready? 
Hello, putting this tweet on everyone's radar. This appears to be a joke, but other people might believe it. Can I get your way in this? Oh, yeah. I saw this one last night. Agree it's a joke, but he's also literally admitting in a tweet to a crime. Could still mislead people, but although misleading, in my opinion, I don't think it can unduly influence the election. Could still mislead people. Yeah, girl. I could see us taking action under misleading claims that cause confusion about the established laws, regulations, procedures, and methods of a civic process. But it's not one that we could really label in a useful way. So it's removal of a stupid and ill-advised joke or nothing. I may be inclined not to remove without a report from voting authorities, given it's been a while since he tweeted it. And virtually all of the replies I'm seeing are critical slash counter speech. P. Conlon, Aero Derricks, R. Summers, what? Do you think I tend to agree? I feel like it's really an edge case and we've poked in affairs recently. Oof. I just saw this looking at the replies now to get a feel for it. Much confusion is being generated. A quick glance indicates that people are not confused, but I have concerns. Under the policy, we don't make exceptions for jokes or satire. So while I doubt that Huck was really this stupid and is joking, I'm inclined to say that it should come down. I wonder how much of it is an attempt to play the ref prior to the congressional heading in that the goal is to get censored. But yeah, as Patrick says, the policy did not have that carve out. And the trust of the jokes seems, uh, the thrust of the joke seems to be that mail-in ballots are the fraudulent votes. So I could see an argument for our mail-in voting label, uh, but absent confusion, I'd also be inclined to leave the joke alone. God, can you see the pathetic dribble these people go through? Oh my goodness. It's disgusting, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe they actually have these conversations and they're laid out bare for all of us in America to look at them, point at them, and laugh? <laughs> oh, my God. Huckabee, the leader of a church in Texas. His tweet has to come down, even if it's a joke, because everyone's going to take him seriously. He's a bastard. Ah! These people are idiots. Okay. Roth suggests moderation, even in this absurd case, could depend on whether or not the joke results in confusion. <laughs> because his tampon stuck up there too tightly, probably. This seemingly silly case actually foreshadows serious later issues. Oh, wait. Yol Roth is going to adjust his tampon. Yeah, I could see taking action under misleading claims that cause confusion about the established laws, regulations, procedures, and methods of civic progress. Okay, we already read this anyways. In the docs, execs often expand criteria to subjective issues like intent. Yes, a video is authentic, but why was it shown? 
orientation. Was a banned tweet shown to condemn or support or reception? Did a joke cause confusion? This reflex will become key in J6. In another example, Twitter employees prepare to slap a mail-in voting is safe warning label on a Trump tweet about a postal screw-up in Ohio before realizing the event took place, which meant the tweet was factually accurate. No, a rigged election! Uh, nearly 50,000 voters receive... Okay, let's, let's, let's pull this up, guys. Okay, because this is beautiful stuff right here. This is some good sh right here, guys. Okay, so nearly 50,000 voters, again, received wrong ballots in Ohio. Does you feel safe mailing in your ballots? <laughs> That's from ABC News 13. Does you feel safe mailing in your ballots? And the next slide over says, uh, Trump just posted these two tweets. Oh, my God. Trump posted two tweets. Oh, my God. You're roth. You're roth. Ermagerd, oh learn how voting by mail is safe and secure. Not sure what the process is for GET. Are we expected to do the policy comms write up for this? And uh, there's uh, the Twitter, the posts by Trump. Okay, until Yoel wakes up, <laughs> he was getting his beauty sleep, y'all. I've been on PTO, so not 100% up to speed. My understanding in both cases is that the events took place and that the commentary by POTUS is his opinion related to these real events so that there would not be any labeling actions that's violation on our side. Yeah, those are factually accurate. Thanks for clarifying. That's crazy, guys. That's crazy. Too funny. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I forgot I was on the air. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I remembered. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There we go. Okay. They're like, just in case President Trump gives out some fake news. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense or not. It makes sense in my head, guys. It makes perfect sense in my head. Okay. All right. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. Let's move on. Let us move on. Very well done on speed. Trump was being visible. Trump was being visibility filtered as late as a week before the election. Here, senior execs did not appear to have a particular violation, but still worked fast to make sure a fairly anodyne Trump tweet could not be replied to, shared, or liked. And I guess that's what this is going to show here, guys. It says, uh, big problems and discrepancies with mail-in ballots all over the United States of America must have final total on November 3rd. 
What's the team's recommendation? Uh, thank you. Agree with the recommendation. Flagging right now with leadership given its POTUS. We'll set up a call. Can we use a new doc per PII review? Uh, okay. We'll also include that in our playbook after EDI approved. Whatever that means from Yol Roth. Okay. A seemingly innocuous follow-up involved a tweet from actor at Real James Woods, whose ubiquitous presence in argued over Twitter data, excuse me, sets is already a Twitter files in joke. Twitter is suppressing this tweet by the president. Here's a screen grab. Interesting. After Woods angrily quote tweeted about Trump's warning label, Twitter staff in a preview of what ended up happening after J6 despaired of a reason for action, but resolved to hit him hard on future VIO. Considering the PV2 bug outs this weekend, re James Woods being so over the strike limit that our tools won't work on him, I'd suggest we action him for something worth the fiasco rather this screenshot since we don't have a firm policy basis for action on his account. Yup. Are you fine letting this one lie? Can hit him hard on future VIO with firmer basis. Dang, guys. Coordinated strikes on people who are speaking the truth. Here, a label is applied to Georgia Republican Congresswoman uh, Congresswoman Jody Heiss. Whoa, Congresswoman? <laughs> Jody is a man, Matt Taibbi. Okay, hold on. I don't know. Jody Heist does work with the Council for National Policy. He might be a woman, okay? Like... <laughs> oh my goodness, Twitter. Matt Taibbi, okay? Like... <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, guys, he works with the CFNP, okay? They could be very well working with the CAA. I mean, for all I know, the CFNP, right? Or some other wing of this we're going to fund uh right wing extremists and we're going to come off so middle of the road that we're going to make people like mr c like seem like uh an extremist extremist right okay like come on guys okay come on guys let's let's come on guys catch up with me guys catch up with me here okay what is going on with matt taibbi calling jody heiss a woman okay <laughs> god okay hold on okay hold on hold on someone had to have caught this i mean come on <laughs> okay i guess i'm gonna tweet about this is this a secret calm <laughs> is there something about uh the uh can we are they do you think they're on twitter council for national policy I guess they're not. <laughs> Let's burn them to the ground, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. Okay, come on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's do CFNP. No, wait. Hold on. I want to see if they're here. Come on. Okay. Everyone's like, who's CFNP? 
Okay. Uh, because they changed it too. They did. They change it. Don't know. They changed it, guys. Hold on. Hold on. They're trying to hide. Okay. CNP. Okay. Hold on. Wait. Not CNP. CNP. Centerpoint Energy. CA. Now. 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 No. 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 Not seeing it. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Not here. Okay. So they're remaining in the shadows. Then. Okay. All right. So let's do this. We'll just put council for national policy. Hashtag. Okay. At Jody Heist. <laughs> See, Congressman Heist. Look, watch. Oh, God. This is rich. <laughs> uh, Americans should know. At, uh, I guess is what, M. Taibi. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This, so you know, guys, right? This is like, okay. Don't you guys just love the C report? Okay, here we go. Let's put three of them. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're having a blast here on a Friday night. Okay. Okay, let's do this. Bam! Okay, all right, there you go. All right, okay, guys. Info jamming is fun stuff. I mean, it doesn't matter. No one's going to pay attention anyways. We're just having a fun time here at the Sea Report, okay? All right, so Congresswoman Jody Heiss. <laughs> okay, here a label is being applied to Georgia Republican Congresswoman Jody Heiss for saying, say no to big tech censorship. Say to big tech censorship mail ballots are more prone to fraud than in-person balloting it's just common science that was jody heiss congresswoman of georgia ladies and gentlemen okay <laughs> oh my god ladies and gentlemen this is too rich okay this is too rich okay here we go moving right along the next one for matt taibbi Twitter teams went easy on Jody Heist. They better have. I don't think she could have taken much more of it, right? Only applying soft intervention with Roth worrying about a wah-wah censorship optics backlash. Oh, uh, let's see here. The quoted uh, tweet still shows up with the EDI and the actual content representative Heist says is lower level. Hold on. More fraud with mail-in ballots than in person is much more a legitimate statement, even if scale is minuscule. I think I'd lean towards just putting a MIB, men in black, soft intervention on this rather than a full EDI. Uh, Yol Roth says, agree. And then Khan Long says, yup, I was just typing that. Ha ha. And then Yol Roth says, I think going too far down the rabbit hole of labeling critical speech, i.e. critical of our handling of this case, is dangerous. <laughs> it becomes a self-reinforcing censorship cycle. And, you know, I prefer to save that for the weekends. And then Conlon responds with something. I mean, we're not going to look that up. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, there are multiple instances of involving pro-Biden tweets approved by senior executives. 
Uh, wait, wait. Pro Biden tweets warning Trump may try to steal the election that got surfaced only to be approved by senior executive Ziffs. Uh, this one, they decide, just expresses concern that mailed ballots might not make it on time. So this is from someone named Elijah Daniel. I don't know who that is. This is so disgusting and terrifying. They're going to try to steal the election. You have one week. If you haven't voted yet, don't mail. Drop it off or vote early. If you can't vote, make sure your family is, unless they're Trump supporters. Just let them forget. Hashtag vote them out. Okay, and then what's this? Uh, oh, yeah, Chief Justice Roberts has administered the Jew. Of course they're going to let this one stand. What are you talking about? You think they're really going to kick this one out? Of course they're not going to kick that one out. Hey, team, can I get your opinion on this tweet? This is an edge case with commentary and encouraging voters not to vote by mail. I believe we should label it. And then Con Long comes along and he's like, I think that I'd not bother with labeling this one. It's still encouraging people to vote, but expresses hatred for Trump and love for Biden. And it also expresses the concern that mailed ballots might not make it in time, which seems fair this close to the election date, still encouraging people to turn in their ballots in person or to vote in person. Okay, thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Con Long. Uh, yeah, ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. What, ha what happened? Wow, let me tell you what happened was, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you what happened was. Okay, so we're past that one. Okay, so that's understandable. Even the hashtag, hashtag steal our votes, referencing a theory that a combo of Amy Coney Barrett and Trump will steal the election is approved by Twitter brass because it's understandable and a reference to a U.S. Supreme Court decision. Yeah, can you say they also have a two-tiered justice system at Twitter? In this exchange, again, an unintentionally humorous former Attorney General Eric Holder claimed the U.S. Postal Service was deliberately crippled, ostensibly by the Trump administration. He was initially hit with a generic warning label, but it was quickly taken off by Roth. Here is that Eric Holder tweet. It's too late to use the mails. <laughs> Sorry, that was my teeth. It's too late to use the mails, America. Given Supreme Court rulings, I urge everyone to now vote in person. Early vote or use drop boxes. Protect your health, but don't let the court and the deliberately crippled postal service deprive you of your most precious civil right. Do not use the mails. How interesting, right? So Yol Roth says, hey, folks, can we reverse the label on this tweet or I'm not going to be able to do cocaine in the back of a limousine with Eric Holder anymore? Everything in it is factually accurate, including the uh, measurements. Working on reversing it now. Yo, LR, I have removed the moment label. I am still trying to remove the EDI. Removed. Ooh, look at this happened on my mama's birthday. 
Anyways, excellent, says Yol Roth. I shall now resume doing cocaine with Eric Holder in the back of a limousine. <laughs> yes, America. Yes. Okay, let's move on. All right. Later in November 2020, Roth asked if staff had a debunk moment on the Seidel slash Smartmatic vote counting stories, which his DHS contact told him were a combination of about 47 conspiracy theories. Oh, oh, if there were not any more proof needed that a federal agency was colluding with big tech, let's just bring DHS into the stream. God bless you, Matt Taibbi, Mr. Musk and President Trump. Yol Roth, hi there. Me again. Do we have a debunk moment on the Seidel Smartmatic vote counting conspiracies? <laughs> DHS referred it to it uh, referred to it on a call today, sadly not public, as a combination of about 47 different conspiracy theories. So uh hopefully there's stuff out there. <laughs> Dang, guys. On December 10th, as Trump was in the middle of firing off 25 tweets saying things like a coup is taking place in front of our eyes, Twitter executives announced a new L3 deamplification tool. This meant a warning label now could also come with deamplification. Update from Patrick Conlong. Hello, everyone. I wanted to give you an update on some of our enforcement options for tweets containing the civics misinfo that we've seen. It's been decided that tweets that we've manually reviewed and determined need a label will now be subject to L3 deamplification, further restricting the extent to which that tweet can be shared. The current batch of entity IDs will soon be used for automated labeling work, but I've created a new batch of entity IDs for the labels that we've been using the most during the past couple of weeks. Labels that we've only rarely used or that have been dep deprecated already have not gotten an L3 update. If there's a moment when we need the L3 version for one of those labels, please flag it to Matt Graydon or myself to find the new L3 entity IDs. Please look at L3 US 2020 11 December update tab in the Civic Integrity Entity IDs Strato spreadsheet. <coughs> yep, we're going to quote tweet again. Yep. Can't type when I'm on the air. Uh, aspects. Actually, not the lengths. How about... No, go away. I don't want you. Go away. Okay. Instead of the length, how about we say uh, are the depth, right? The depth of procedure. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Whoops.
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So fascinating. The lengths, the depth of procedure. That's right, America. That's right. Okay, let's post this sucker. All right. Okay, we don't need to view our tweets. Let's move on. Where are we at? 46. Are we at 46 already? Wow. Okay, we're almost done, guys. Some executives wanted to use the new deamplification tool to slightly limit Trump's reach more right away, beginning with the following tweet. Mm. Trump got 11 million more votes. Jim Jordan. Dang. The claim about election fraud. This claim about election fraud is disputed. That's right. Trump got 11 million more votes in 2020 than he did in 2016. Yeah, we'll love that one. We'll love up on that one, guys. Uh, however, in the end, the team had to use older, less aggressive labeling tools, at least for that day, until the L3 entities went live the following morning. Thanks, Patrick Conlong. Should enforcement with the new entity start now, or should it wait until the policy officially goes live tomorrow? Patrick Conlong says, good point. Let's start enforcement tomorrow morning, morning, tomorrow morning per PST. That'll save the APAC crew from having to do it, and the Dublin office will only have to change things towards the end of the day. Hey, team, I'm recommending to label, and they're starting with that one. Okay, moving right along. The significance is that it shows that Twitter in 2020 at least was deploying a vast range of visible and invisible tools to rein in Trump's engagement. Long before J6, the ban will come after other avenues are exhausted. In Twitter docs, execs frequently refer to bots. Example given, let's put a bot on that. A bot is just any automated heuristic moderation role. It can be anything. Every time a person in Brazil uses green and blob in the same sentence, action might be taken. Interesting. In this instance, it appears moderators added a bot for a Trump claim made on Breitbart. The bot ends up becoming an automated tool, invisibly watching both Trump and apparently Breitbart will add media ID to bot. Trump by J6 was quickly covered in bots. <laughs> Trump, if we don't root out alleged voter fraud, then we don't have a country anymore. Hey team, gonna add a fraud claim label to this claim of fraud at about 40 sex a video, seconds of video. Yolroth says, yep, we'll also add media ID to bot. There is no way to follow the frenzied exchanges among Twitter personnel from between January 6th and 8th without knowing the basics of the company's vast lexicon of acronyms and Orwellian unwords. To bounce an account is to put it in time out, usually for a 12-hour review slash cool-off period. <laughs> 
gave a heads up to folks, give it another few minutes, then proceed with bouncing. Interstitial, one of the many nouns used as a verb in Twitter speak, deny list is another, means placing a physical label atop a tweet so it cannot be seen. Interstitial. PII has multiple meanings, one being public interest interstitial, i.e. a covering label applied for public interest reasons. The post below also references proactive V, in example, proactive visibility filtering. Says right here. FTR, these were interstitialed by our agents who are prioritizing our proactive VNGQ. So process working well at the moment from that perspective. This is all necessary background to J6. Before the riots, the company was engaged in an inherently insane slash impossible project, trying to create an ever-expanding, ostensibly rational set of rules to regulate every conceivable speech that might arise between humans. This project was preposterous, yet its leaders were unable to see this, having become infected with groupthink or group thing, coming to believe sincerely that it was Twitter's responsibility to control as much as possible what people could talk about, how often, and with whom. The firm's executives on day one of the January 6th crisis at least tried to pay lip service to its dizzy array, dizzying array of rules. By day two, they began wavering. By day three, a million rules were reduced to one. What we say goes. Dang, y'all, we're almost done. We're almost done. Okay, apparently that's where that thread... Look at, it's number 31! Number 31. In one case, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee joke tweets about mailing in ballots for his deceased parents and grandparents. All right, we got number 31. Okay. Now, okay, where's... Okay, where did we leave off? Where did we leave off? We were almost done. Do you guys remember where we left off? I forgot where we left off. Okay. <laughs> okay, no, we read this. Or did we read this? Hold on. We're almost there. We're almost there, guys. Hold the door. Hold the door. Okay, let's start here. There we go. Oh, wait. No, maybe it's not that one. Where was it? Here? Here we go. Here we go. This is the one. 57. Okay, ready? The firm's executives on day one of the January 6th crisis at least tried to pay lip service to its dizzying array of rules. By day two, they began wavering. By day three, a million rules were reduced to one. What we say goes. Hey, where's the rest of it? You bastards. Okay, hold on. Hold on, guys. We're almost there. Hold the door. Hold the door. Okay, hold on. Let me go back. Hold on. Let me. Would you, would you let me go back? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Take me to number 58, please. Okay. Okay. 
Thank you. Thank you. Okay, 58. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Roth groans about Kudre. This asshole, but still seems determined to stick at least superficially to rules, itching to act if this constituent constitutes incitement. He is on his last strike for three different policies. If this constitutes incitement, I will PS him. At 2.39 p.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time, a comms official asked Roth to confirm or deny a story that they'd restricted Trump's ability to tweet. Roth says, we have not. Hi, Yoel. Appreciate all your hard work today. We've heard from a reporter that they have a trusted source telling them we've restricted Trump's ability to tweet. Sorry for this annoying request, but wanted to chase it down with you before starting an email chain. We have not. Minutes later, Roth executed his, his the historic act of bouncing Trump, i.e. putting him in timeout. I hope you are appropriately corp-sect, says a colleague. Looks like it's now bounced, says Patrick Con Long. This theme of policy perhaps being stressed by queries from communications executives whom themselves have the have to answer to the public's question occasionally appears two days later you see the chatter about pulling comms out of the loop we are already getting questions about conspiracy theories and our enforcement process all the time not a wait and see thing let's talk about that uh, but we need to hammer that out ahead of an emergency and evolving situation i don't think it's wise to reach out to comms folks proactively on this 61 the first company-wide email from Vijaya Gad on January 6th announced that three Trump tweets had been bounced, but more importantly signaled a determination to use legit violations as a guide for any possible permanent suspension. Here's the email from Vijaya. Hi, team. An update on actions we're taking as a result of what's happening in D.C. today. We have removed, bounced three tweets from at real Donald Trump on 6 January 2020 for making unfounded claims of voter fraud and election theft, which we must be viewed in the context of violence in Washington, D.C. today and reasonably can be expected to continue to incite and inspire violent acts around the country. We are requiring a 12-hour timeout following the removal of these tweets. We also have tweeted so there's transparency in our actions and making it clear that future violations of the Twitter rules will result in permanent suspension. What the actual fuck says safe to say Trump's go home with love and in peace tweet mid-riot did not go over well at Twitter HQ. Here is the tweet from President Trump. These are the things and events that happen when a sacred landslide election victory is so unceremoniously and viciously stripped away from great patriots who have been badly and unfairly treated for so long. Go home with love and in peace. Remember this day forever. Can I like it? <laughs> and then Patrick Conlong got his panties in a twist and that Tamcon got jabbed way up there and he goes, what the actual fuck 
Can this go to staff too? Red alert, red alert, I'm having a meltdown. I'm labeling this now. Roth says, yes, sorry, I actually got emotionally angry seeing that. Turns out I'm not a full robot. Who knew? It's gut-wrenching. He's a horrible human being. Are we talking about Patrick Conlong and Yoel Roth? Because uh, they sound like pretty horrible human beings to me. Oh no, where did I go? Oh no, we don't want to watch wrestling. What the? <laughs> Who the heck is that? Anyways, okay. Okay, we're almost done, guys. Hang on. We're almost there. We are almost there, guys. This is just riveting, ladies and gentlemen. Who knew the zeitgeist could be so much fun? A few last notes about January 6th. Roth at one point looked and found Trump had a slew of duplicate bot applications. There's that slew of duplicate bot applications. By the end of the first day, the top execs are still trying to apply rules. By the next day, they will contemplate a major change in approach. Watch at Schellenberger MD this weekend for the play-by-play of how all of that went down. By January 8th, which at Barry Rice, Weiss will describe Sunday, Twitter will be receiving plaudits from our partners in Washington, and the sitting U.S. president will no longer be heard on the platform. Lastly, people on the left, right, and in between want to know what else is in the Twitter files from suppression slash shadow banning of the leftists to lab leak theorists or amplification of military propaganda or conservative accounts. We know everyone has questions. And while we've stumbled on tidbits here and there about topics ranging from COVID-19 to foreign policy, the reality is the data sets are enormous and we're still working through them. More is coming. Good night, all. Well, that was pretty exciting, America, wouldn't you say? I'd say it was. I'd say good work, Mr. Taibbi and Mr. Musk, and, uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you a thousand times over for making it relative to our elections, because let me tell you what, that is a point of focus we have simply got to come back to, ladies and gentlemen, it is a point of focus we must return to. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up this episode of The Sea Report. Thanks for hanging out. If you're with us live, make sure you give us a rumble, a thumbs up, a like, a follow, and a subscribe. And uh, make sure you check out uh, thecereport.com for more information on these operations. I'm here Monday through Friday, 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where we talk for a couple of hours, sometimes a little bit longer, about America First news and election integrity news. Thanks for hanging out, America. As you guys head out into the night, be safe as always. Be blessed forever, and God bless America. We'll see you next time. Take care. Till then. Bye-bye.
Let's talk about Georgia. Uh, President Trump truthed about this earlier. Ballot images missing, right? Drop boxes with no video. And Disney's like, well, we don't care about that. We're gonna die on this hill. We're gonna be gay and we're gonna rape our children no matter what you say, because we are Disney. Uh, we don't normally run see in the dark uh, during the week. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, what the heck is this bald band talking about? Uh, you know, multiple broadcasts and shows come here on Mr. CTV channel. Uh, so you got your C report Monday through Friday in the evening hours, right? And uh, we do see in the dark, which is a late night weekend talk show kind of, you know, broadcast, right? So guys, watch out. We got a swamp creature coming to the screen. So look out now. Look out now. <laughs> oh no, it's wretched Gretchen Whitmer.